Welcome Generation Church friends and family to our podcast. We pray and believe that this message will encourage you right where you are to slow down and worship Jesus. To get more connected and sign up for community groups, go to generationri.com. Psalm 85, verse 6. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? You can say that with me. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? For those who might watch this or listen to this later, and uh, I love you and bless you. I used to have a really critical spirit like you. But I had, uh, we're going through First Timothy sermon series, and I had a sermon all prepared and planned. And then when I took notice of what God's doing specifically at Asbury in Kentucky, and uh, it's kind of cool on uh, news channels and front, front page of papers and trending all over about a revival and revivals that are taking place all over. And that's too often, sadly, it's the, that same old dead religious spirit that comes and rises up. Criticism, skepticism. You know, I understand it. I don't watch a lot of documentaries, but once in a while I'll see some spiritual guru and, you know, who makes a, the, the Netflix documentary about some cult, you know, some guy, some charismatic person leading certain people down directions they shouldn't go, right? Have you seen those? Sometimes I turn on, I'm like, wow, what happened there? What happened there? I get it. A lot of people have been in environments with a lot of manipulation. There's been a lot of spiritual manipulation. There's been a lot that could lead you to criticism, that could lead you to cynicism. I think one of the biggest things that leads us to cynicism and criticism is that we haven't experienced an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in a long time. Or if ever. The enemy does his best work in showing up in different forms of religiosity. Religion, by definition, in its most classical sense, is not a bad or a negative thing. But what has taken place in the forms of many different expressions has led to division and discord all over this nation and all over the world. We've become far better at finding ways to divide than living in ways to be revived. And one of the things that blocks us truly from revival is pride. And pride leads to a lack of hunger and thirsting after God. I want to confess my own frustration over the years as I've never desired for pack houses or our name or our church or brand to get the attention. I'm sure there's been times for sure no one person or pastor ever believe them 
if they say that completely, because we all need purity and refining and right motives. But eight plus years ago, God helped us to start this church and the vision. And this is why God said, you need to preach on this for the sake and for the spark of a true revival here in this land of Southern Rhode Island. There's no press about it. Actually, what the press is in this time and what the people are saying in the year where there's 300th anniversary of South Kingston, what people are saying is that they're seeing that there is rapid increase of mental health issues and addiction. What people are saying is that the school of South Kingstown, which was once um, over 1,300 people, now has an estimated 800 people, and it's dropping. We see that the schools are in shambles. We see that they don't know what to do, and leaders don't know what to do, and I'm speaking to leaders and people, and I have deep compassion because once you start hearing a trend and you start hearing a bunch of different people on a lot of different sides politically don't know what to do, you kind of understand that there's a lot of people who just don't know what to do. We can talk about the different reasons why the towns are being impacted and the rate of living and the, the cost of living and the different aspects of school and education systems. And we can talk and we can talk and we can talk and we can talk. We can, we can talk. We can talk uh, like I did to the person who cuts hair for my family who said down the road in Hope Valley, um, which is known more not for its name, Hope Valley, but Hopelessness Valley as there are rates of heroin in southern Rhode Island that are astronomical. Wow. It's not surprising. I'm not saying anything new. We know it. You know it. My frustration, I believe, over the years is I've reflected on the Asbury revival and have been very sensitive of criticism and cynicism to rise up in me. I have been overjoyed to see that the pouring out of the Holy Spirit in this hour and in this land, it is a surprising work of God, but in one sense, it is not surprising after the years that this nation has gone through. It brought great encouragement to me to see that just like in Psalm 85, 6, he's crying out to God, to the people of Israel, and he's saying, revive us again so that your people would rejoice in you. And revival, historically, is always begins and starts with the people of God. It's people remembering who God is and what he's done and saying in unity, do it again. 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 It is people who are consumed with listening and talking to God than talking about the things of God. I love this quote from Leonard Ravenhill and says this, one praying man 
one praying person, one praying man, or one praying woman is a majority with God. One praying man is a majority with God. One person like my dad who said, Satan, you will not have my son. They're a majority with God. One person who prays and says, addictions will not be the story of my life is a majority with God. One person who says, I've heard the statistics and pornography and sexual impurity will not destroy my family in Jesus' name. They're a majority with God. One person who says unforgiveness that has so often marked my family will not mark my family anymore is a majority with God. One group of people in pockets and places and towns and communities and cities all over the world are a majority with God. You know, my frustration over the years is that people often very excited about the church and our passion, mine in particular, often didn't realize, and I didn't realize the depth of it because our vision is revived to see revival. That means it starts with us, me, with you. They didn't, they, they, they didn't realize that when revival shows up in your life, and in in a community, then guess what happens? Certain things, mindsets, lifestyles, things have to go. But it doesn't just right away go that God is dealing with our brokenness. He's dealing with our idols. He's dealing with our neglect. And I think about over the years, some people said, man, you're the pastor that gets really loud. And I was thinking about this land and honestly feeling like like, like that verse, like a prophet has no honor in their, in their hometown. Literally, literally crying out to God, I don't want a full house and a big church. God, I just see that there are people who will line up for sports events or will line up and will get early for vacations or go late for this or for that and will spend hours and money on all sorts of things, a lot of good things. But where are the people who love the presence of God? But what God has showed me is, Stephen, you once, Generation Church, and those who are crying out for revival in this hour, you once were that person who did not crave revival again, who did not desire God again, who forgot that, that, that one praying person, one revived person is a majority with God. And God just hit me so strongly this, this, this last week and said this, I've heard your prayers, I wanna pour out revival, but you need to stay low, humble, and hungry before God. Because here's the reality with the presence of God. It's so much better than any other place or thing or person that we could possibly be around, amen? See, in this land, I see people, they'll line up. It's not like my beloved you or I, where people will line up way outside, especially yesterday, but then they're just getting dominated in the second half, and guess what happened? Everybody left. Right? 
Or you think about, you think about the amount of time that people, and it's a, it can be a beautiful thing, invest into high school sports or elementary sports, right? You, literally, your whole, you, have a, you have a whole budget line. It's beyond your budget. <laughs> or people, um, the, the amount of hours, the amount of days. I'm somebody who loves sports. I went to five basketball games last week. Someone's like, silence, like, you have a problem. <laughs> I got there early, and here's the thing. In the most um, great events, whatever it may be for you, whether it's sports or think about family when people are unified, do you want to leave that Thanksgiving space? No. That Christmas space with family and with people. And I was thinking about those best places that I've been at, specifically for me, and I know not everybody, that's your, your thing, sports. I pray the Holy Spirit will apply it to you in your life. Think about the best vacation you've been on. It's a good thing. Sport, it's a good thing. It can be a good thing. But all those things, the reason why they can become idle and we then can become idle to the things of God is that those things promise so much, but it is only and ultimately in the presence of God that we can say, what? We find fullness of joy in you. Revive us again so that your people may rejoice in you. And I was thinking about my whole life more than whether it's a sports event or whether it's even a church event. And I've been part of certain gatherings where I never wanted to leave. God has been showing me, Stevie, you need to release, 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 release your vision of what revival will look like or should look like. But hear me now. You are to pray and to believe like never before for revival here and now. We started a prayer space. We call it office space. It's really just a place of presence because I said, God, there will be a day. We'll get, and I love it, you know, like a nice altar. We'll have a nice carpet so you can just get laid out and wrecked by God. There will be that time. God hit me today. He goes, but guess what? What I've told you, and that's how this began. I would pray by myself, revive us again so that your people would rejoice in you. We have been talking, praying, and believing for revival for many years. And the good news is, is that people long before had and are and were praying for revival too. And one praying person is a majority with God. And so my encouragement to you in this hour that we're living in, pray. Every moment, pray. Pray before your day. Pray at the end of the day. Pray over your kids. Pray in your car. Show up with the people of God and pray. Be mindful of your words. Let it be that you speak life and not death. Be mindful of your words. Be mindful of your thoughts. Be mindful. Be mindful of unforgiveness. Be mindful of unbelief. Be mindful of unconfessed sin. Be mindful of these things. Be, be, be mindful 
and make way for the new that God wants to do. Be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful. I don't know how it's all going to look like. We have every single day an opportunity for you to pray. After this time that we're going to go and our kids are going to be settled, I told our team I can't be everywhere. I'd be down there in a moment, but... I don't know how it's all going to look. No, 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 you can stay. For, you can go grab. Yeah, thank you. I asked you to do that earlier. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know how it's all going to look like. I can tell you right now, there'll be some music, we'll be singing, and we're going to be praying, this whole place. And we're going to, I pray people are going to come on up. I don't know how long today's going to last. We're not going to manipulate. You know, the new thing is we see, they're like, wow, they've been doing it for 10 days. Praise the Lord, Amen. Gen Z, praise the Lord, amen? amen? You're not less spiritual if you're not in Gen Z and you have to put your baby down for a nap. In Jesus' name, amen? amen? We honor Gen Z. We honor, Holy Spirit, what you're doing there and here. We're gonna pray for revival over our kids when we put them down for naps. You're gonna pray for revival as you pray, as you're with your kids for homework. You're gonna pray for revival for your own sanity when you're thinking, oh, Week off. Who's got my kids? <laughs> or we got to keep them in order. We're going we're gonna to seek revival as we look to not compare what other people are doing around the world, right? As you're sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, there's Gen Z that is just revival in Asbury. And then my so-and-so person on social media is having the time of their life by the beach. And here I am. Revival in those moments. Amen? Right. Revival in those moments. Revival to the good News of Jesus. I don't know how it's going to look. Tomorrow morning on Monday, we'll be praying at 7. We'll be praying more later at 6 o'clock. Guys are meeting later as we do Radical Men Mentorship. We're going to be praying on Tuesday morning and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. We're going to be praying. We're going to be praying. We're going to be praying. I just wanted to get up here in a moment, for a moment, and just simply say what God was saying from the beginning. This is not new for not only generation, but for this land in Southern Rhode Island. Revive us again so that your people will rejoice in you. Come on, will you stand with me? Lord, God Almighty, would you just, whatever it may be that you need to release and lay down to God, I really sense, and I'm saying this because I'm very vulnerable to, to big levels of cynical, cynical, spirit and cynicism. Can I tell you what gets me super cynical? People who will go, not that they want to drive to Asbury Revival, it's that they don't show up for prayer here. That really is hard for me. I'm just, can I, can I confess? It's really hard. It's really, really hard. I talked to my pastors. It's really hard not that people post about what God's doing other places. I talk to local churches. I encourage people, whatever local church you're part of in New England, post and share what God's doing there, amen? If you say, I'm not on social media, but somehow you're always in touch with what's going on, but you tell people you're not on, but get off and pray like never before, amen? I'm with you, but I want us to not leave this moment and allow, and we just say, God, we, we bow and we lay down cynicism and criticism and any forms 
in which pride would manifest. Revival looks like, I think about with my beautiful wife and so many different things sometimes going on, and I just, in the morning, and we're just putting extra attention to what are our kids being opened up to in this day? Like, we all agree, right? Like, things, like, like what is going on? And I found myself right before church, I put my arm around her in the bathroom, and my daughter was in the shower, and she started singing a song, and I'd love for you to sing it, Dan, and it's, he said, you are holy. Holy. But, in, but she didn't know all the lyrics. It's a new song. She was singing, we are holy. And then I put my arm around my wife, and then I was, we just singing together, and I was thinking about this. We, God, don't know what's next, but we say, whatever is, you go before us. And we started singing, Lord, I, um, I forget even all the lyrics. Um, uh, you are holy, and you are holy, and worthy of all our praise. Jesus, you're worthy of all my attention. And Jesus, you're worthy of all my devotion, so I, I fix my eyes on heaven. In the bathroom. I fix my eyes on Jesus. I love it. Is that not of God? I met a new person, family in the bathroom, and I said, you know what? I think you're new. <laughs> Welcome to church. I said, God has a way to remind us to not take ourselves too seriously but he wants us to take the Holy Spirit and what he's doing on earth as he pours himself out very seriously, amen? And in the bathroom with my daughter, six years old, and with my wife, with so many different things going on, and we both have been called with great responsibility to lead people, we just started singing and praising. I don't know everything that revival will look like in South County and Southern Rhode Island, but I will say this, in Rhode Island, New England, it's going to look a little bit like that. Wherever you are, revive us again so that your people rejoice in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, we can honor God. We thank you, Jesus. This is a place of his presence. So either come to the altar, sit where you, where you are, or head on out in Jesus' name. We'll see you for prayer all week. Revive us again. Let's say this one more time. Revive us again. Revive us again. Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's sing that. Let's worship. Receive prayer.